0: You're listening to this podcast. Hopefully you like it. And I'm sure one of the parts that you like is my interviews with other small business owners, because you're getting a sense of who they are. How do they spend their days? What sort of things are they interested? Why did they start their business? What's important to them? How do they feel about their business? What are they proud of? All of those things are helping you form a human connection with that founder or founders. and so you know firsthand that you can have that connection with a brand that maybe you didn't have before you listened to that interview. So that is so, so important when it comes to figurehead marketing. How are you getting onto podcasts that already have the audience that you have? You are leveraging that audience and you're talking about things that are real and important to you. Love your business? You should, right? Well, sometimes we just don't. It's my hope that this, the My Daily Business Coach podcast, helps you regain a little of that lost love by providing tips and tactics, tools, insights, inspiration, all the good stuff to help you actually enjoy running your business. In addition to actionable tips and tactics that you'll be able to execute immediately, you'll also hear from creative small business owners around the world who've been able to sidestep the hustle. And build a business that merges their passion with their purpose and provides a profit. I'm your host, Fiona Kalaki, founder of My Daily Business Coach. Let's get going. Hello, and welcome to episode 296 of the My Daily Business Coach podcast. Today, you're listening to a coaching episode. And this one really follows on from the coaching episode about a fortnight ago now, where we looked at a particular type of marketing and whether or not you're doing that. And I gave you a couple of examples of how to do that. So if you want to listen to this one today and then you want to get stuck into even more marketing ideas, check out episode 292 as well. Before we get stuck into today's marketing episode, I want to, of course, acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians on this beautiful land, of which I live and work and play and I'm literally looking out into the most gorgeous sunrise kind of over these amazing gum trees and I just have to say this land has been so healing and nourishing and I just so, so, so acknowledge and respect the traditional owners and custodians, the Wurrung and Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging, and also acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded and we all have a role to play to make sure that equality and equity is there for our First Nations people. The other thing I wanted to mention is we are talking a lot about marketing recently on this podcast, and I think that's also because right now we're in the middle of the Marketing for Your Small Business course and coaching program that's a live nine-week program that we do with anyone who has the Marketing for Your Small Business course. You may have bought it years ago and want to you know, upgrade and get some live coaching or people that are coming into it for the first time, and it's just such a pleasure running these groups. So if you'd like to be part of the next one and you want to get a head start, you can buy the Marketing for Your small business course at any time. You just go to com, and you can find all the details there. And if you've got any questions, feel free to email us at hello at mydailybusinesscoach.com. All right, let's get into today's coaching episode. All right. As I said at the start of this episode, we're talking about marketing and in particular, a type of marketing that you may have let slide, you might not be doing at all. And it is so, 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 so important, particularly when you are humanizing your brand. This is a big one. And it is one that, you know, like I said, a lot of people don't do. And it's one that we can do really easily as well. And everyone likes to think about Easy ways to market, so in episode two ninety two I talked about internal marketing, another huge part of marketing that people miss all the time, which was really looking after the internal parts of your business, so your staff, your communications, when people on board, your suppliers, your manufacturers, all of that, and just creating a beautiful loyalty there which is really, you know, brand loyalty, which is a huge part of why marketing exists and the importance of marketing. And today I thought I'd talk about another type, which is figurehead marketing. Now, figurehead marketing really is about the figurehead, the person or people behind the brand. So usually it's the founder or the C-suite, if you've got that, or, you know, the co-founders, partners, whatever it is. You want to put a face to the name, and I know immediately people feel sick at the idea of that. Oh my god, I'm going to have to do selfies. I'm, I'm going to have to be on video constantly. You don't have to be. There's so many ways to do figurehead marketing in a way that is aligned with your values and beliefs, and in a way that doesn't make you feel gross. And so I thought I'd go through five of those today. So in no particular order, here are five things, five tactics that you might want to employ to better your figurehead marketing. And if you take away nothing else from this episode, I think it would be really, really important for you to think about how much am I, the founder of the business, showing up in our marketing? Have I literally just outsourced it to somebody else? Am I showing up in terms of my thoughts, my opinions, my tone, my face, but also like other things that are important to you. Maybe you're like super interested in art and that is a huge part of why you started your business because you really wanted to be involved in that creative community. And yet you don't talk about that. You don't talk about it in your origin story. You don't talk about it ever on social media. And so really urging yourself to think about where would I rate my figurehead marketing currently from one to 10? And then how can I improve that number over the next 12 months? So again, here are five ideas for you. The first, which sounds so (laughs) obvious and yet people don't do it, I need to do more of this myself, is A Day in the Life Of. We love this. I used to work in magazines a long time ago and I have to say that anything like Day in the Life Of articles did so, so well. There is a Sunday, Sunday, Saturday? I think it's a Saturday paper here in Melbourne, where I live, and it's also syndicated in Sydney. And they have a lift out called Good Weekend. And in that, they used to have, I haven't looked at it for a while, but they used to have a day on your plate. And it was morning to night, what did you eat at certain times? And then it has like a nutritionist or something dissecting it people love that. Likewise, when I lived in London, there is a magazine there called Stylist. Stylist? I think that was what it was called. It was this free magazine that you could get on the tube and all over London. And they had morning latte to lights out. That was their column or latte to lights out. And it followed somebody on their day. Like, what did you do? Where, how do you start your day? What kind of meetings do you have? What do you have for lunch? Where do you go after work? Like, we love that. It's why social media does so well in a lot of cases because we are voyeurs. We like looking in and seeing what other people are doing. And yet in our business, that is one of the easiest ways to create content and to put things out that are humanizing your brand. And yet we don't do it. So a day in the life could look like literally you could take some static photos, put a timestamp over them, put them together as a video with a nice bit of music and suddenly you've got a reel or you've got a TikTok or whatever else you want to create. It could also be a blog article. It could be a podcast. Hey, maybe I will take that and do it day in the life of what it's like to be me and, you know, to what do I do in my work days? Maybe that'll be quite a good one, actually. it <laughs> be easy to create. And even as I say that, I know that there'll be people that going, oh my God, that's so self-centered and obsessed. And like, it's if people want to know what I do and if I eat wheat bix or if I have toast in the morning, they do, they do. They are trying to build a connection, a human connection with your brand. And things like day in the life content works really well. I mean, if you look at YouTube, every single blogger, vlogger, influencer, wannabe influencer, Out there is doing this. And the reason they're doing it is because it works. People watch this stuff. So day in the life of. The second thing, which is really something, again, that I feel like people don't put into their marketing plan, which is getting onto podcasts, getting into traditional media. And I would lump those things together: podcasts and traditional media. If you talk to PR agencies or PR agents these days, those things are pulled together. It's no longer that PR just do traditional print media or online publications. Podcasts are a huge media outlet. You look at you know companies like Mamma Mia that have made empires and have gone from, you know, a traditional sort of publishing model with online publication through to a gigantic podcast empire. So if you're looking at your upcoming 12 months, what are the key campaigns you're running? What are the key times of year, key dates for your industry and your audience. And how are you getting onto podcasts that are going to come out around those days or podcasts that are very much talking to that community or traditional media that is also very much talking to that community. And we don't do that enough. We do not put that into our plan. And also, again, you're listening to this podcast. Hopefully you like it. And I'm sure one of the parts that you like is my interviews with other small business owners because you're getting a sense of who they are. How do they spend their days? What sort of things are they interested? Why did they start their business? What's important to them? How do they feel about their business? What are they proud of? All of those things are helping you form a human connection with that founder or founders. And so you know firsthand that you can have that connection with a brand that maybe you didn't have before you listened to that interview. So that is so, so important when it comes to figurehead marketing. How are you getting onto podcasts that already have the audience that you have? You are leveraging that audience and you're talking about things that are real and important to you. So it's such a huge, huge one that is not put into things. Likewise, traditional media still has a gigantic role to play, I think, with social media. And I feel like I'm always harping on about this. People think social media is it. No, no, no. Traditional media, they have not only the actual publication, whether that's print or online, but they will then syndicate that article and amplify it through their own social media channels. So you're getting both of those things with one kind of hit. So podcasts and traditional media. The third part of or the third tactic that you want to look at for you know building your figurehead profile and allowing people to have a human connection with your brand is your profile building. So profile building is kind of a PR, I would say, media term and so looking at your profile, like what what exists, do you have is your LinkedIn updated? Are you posting on LinkedIn? You know, are you posting on Medium if if you're kind of a thought leader in that space? Are you doing anything like Substack? Do you have a speaker kit? Do you have a sponsorship kit? Do you have, you know, if you have a podcast or something, yeah, a speaker kit or a bio, a short bio, a long bio? Do you have some, you know, photos of yourself? how are you building your profile out there into the world? If you do start talking to a PR agency, quite often they will say, okay, we're going to start with a bit of profile building. And that is they're getting you thought leadership articles. They're getting you opinion pieces. They are getting you to be part of a panel or anything else that is going to build your profile. So I definitely love PR people. I have a lot of really close friends who are PR people, but if you do not have the budget to get that right now, I would look at building your own profile. So checking things like LinkedIn. Do you have a speaker bio? Are you consistently pitching yourself to speak at anything like that? Also, what exists out there that you don't want to exist? Are there things on Facebook that maybe you want to delete or archive those posts? Are there things out there that, I don't know, photos of yourself that aren't necessarily the most professional on certain platforms, not to say that you have to take away who you are, not at all, but making sure that what is out there about you is how you want to be perceived and it is part of your figurehead marketing. The next part, I kind of touched on it already, and this has been huge for myself and I just really enjoy doing it as well, is panels and keynotes. So I speak at a lot of trade shows, I do a lot of panels for different summits and, and business groups. Some of those are very uh what would you say, like private sector. And so I'll go into places like Zero or places like uh, I used to do it for Etsy or you know, different places and talk about, you know, an element of business. That is a huge part of building your profile. So I would have a look and I often say to my clients, you know, what things are coming up in the next 12 to 18 months? What trade shows are coming up? What industry events are coming up? Where could you be a panellist? Even as, you know, you could get started at a, uh, there's a company called General Assembly and they work, they have offices and, and, places all around the world. It's kind of adult education, very much in the digital creative sector world. And they often will have panels. And so you could contact them and be like, hey, if you've got any panels coming up on sustainability in retail or whatever the things are that you're an expert in and just get on a panel. Panels are the easiest way to get onto the kind of speaker circuit, because it's not just you holding, holding it all together. You will have an MC, the MC or the person hosting will usually chat to you beforehand. You'll often get sent the questions beforehand and get an idea of what you're talking about. You have other people on the panel that then you can connect with. And they're just really fun as well. If you can let go of the nerves, they're really, really fun. Keynotes are a little bit more intense. It is you holding the space for, you know, 40 minutes or an hour or, or longer if you're running kind of like a keynote workshop. But again, they are really raising your profile. They are raising your credibility and you're getting in front of audiences sometimes, you know, with creative mornings, when I did a keynote for them, gosh, years and years ago now, that I think they held 400 in that space, 400 creative people. Likewise, Shopify, I did a couple of keynotes for them. And that is yeah, about 450 people. So it's huge. It's absolutely huge. And then the last one is photo shoots. Really making sure that the photos that are out there that you have, you feel confident with, you're excited by. And that is something that I know myself, I have kind of let's slide. I had three photo shoots booked through the pandemic and I couldn't because every time it was booked, we had a lockdown. However, I recently got photos taken with the amazing Hilary Walker. She is fantastic. She's here in Melbourne. If you are interested, just check out Hilary. It's I think one L in the Hilary we'll link to it in the show notes. And I have to say, she just made the whole thing really comfortable and wonderful. And I'm so happy with the photos, which you'll start seeing more of out there in social media world. So that is it for figurehead marketing, really thinking about how much are you getting out there. So day in the life of podcasts and traditional media, building your profile, getting onto panels and keynotes and making sure that you have great photos of yourself that you really love and you feel confident and they represent you. If you found this useful, I would love it so much if you might share this episode with a small business friend or leave us a review, which helps other small business owners find out about us. You can find all the show notes for this over at mydailybusinesscoach.com forward slash podcast forward slash 296. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the My Daily Business Coach podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can do that at mydailybusinesscoach.com or hit me up on Instagram at mydailybusinesscoach.